I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beer and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, man who never met a Scottish ale he didn't like, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff, and here tonight uh, with us is uh, the doctor, resident marine biologist, and then also keeping us on the track uh, is also Joe, the producer. Hey, Joe. Hey, always a pleasure, gentlemen. And we have someone special with us today, our correspondent in the field, Jeff at large. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Oh, this is going to be confusing. No, because you're supposed to refer to me as the talent. Yes, fair. Okay. <laughs> you're right. the talent. I'm just a talent. And yeah. I'm just Jeff. Yes. And he's Jeff at large. See? Jeff at large. That's easy. All right. Okay. <laughs> and we are lucky enough to all live in San Diego, America's finest city for independent beer. Sunshine, 72 degrees all year long, and over 160 craft breweries now within minutes. We know we're lucky. We want to share the San Diego craft brew scene with you. So welcome. Hopefully you've already cracked open, popped open, or poured yourself cold draft beer and are ready to join us tonight and cheers. ready to hear a few stories. Cheers. So cheers. In fact, yeah. we've already started. Jeff at large, as a good guest, you brought us beer. What, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, well, we've started with choices from Eugene, Oregon, and they are the Sun River Bougie Brunch Hazy Pale Ale, because I know how Todd likes the hazies. Love the hazies. <laughs> and the collaboration beer from Double Mountain Brewing, the Barley Browns Brewing Sunset Coyote IPA. All right, so we, we got a choice for, for beer one, and Todd's already picked his hazy. What do you think of the hazy? Yummy and cold. <laughs> you, do, you are on the haze craze. Ooh. All right. Hazy train. Talent, what are you trying? I'm trying the uh, Sunset Coyote IPA, and uh, it's uh, pretty solid. I would say it's uh, not a super hoppy IPA, which is more my preference, and uh, I would say for this, it's kind of a pretty mild IPA. Yeah, that's what I'm having too, and I really like it. 4.0 for me for the Sunset Coyote IPA. It's a tasty, and again, not overbearing, not a West Coast, San Diego. No, not at all. Yeah. You know, smack your lips IPA. Joe, what are you trying? I'm doing the hazy pale ale with Todd, and same cold and uh, free is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I'm enjoying the hazy craze also, and I like this one in particular. I'd give it a four. And Jeff at large, what's your favorite of the two? Well, you know, the Sunset Coyote was the only one I really got to taste before I got to come out and bring it to you guys. So that one's really one that, that I found to be top of the list, so I'm enjoying it. All right. Perfect. And as always, we have an open seat and extra glass here for our local beer drinking legend, Mike Lopez. Uh, Mike, if you're out there, we want you on the show. Current totals, 7,226 check-ins and 5,817 uniques. <laughs> All right. Mike, if you're listening, we got a seat. For, it's right here. It's here. It has a, it has a name, right next to me. name tent <laughs> yeah. next to it and everything, an empty glass. Uh, we got some social media plugs. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at I Like Beer the Podcast. Uh, Apple Music. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at I Like Beer the Po One. And you can follow me at I Like Beer the Ta One. We ask you to please share our story, share our podcast with your beer drinking friends. It's how we spread the words to make our dreams come true. And if you need a beer drinking friend, Send a friend request on Untapped. I like beer the podcast. And I like beer the talent. I just got one this last week from Germany. So I'm pretty excited that every time I go out drinking, I'm drinking with someone from Germany. So nice. All right. We want to add you to our team. So reach out. And, of course, if you've got uh, 
want to send us a message, you can message us, or you can go old school and send us an email at I like beer the podcast at gmail.com. So, hey, I got results from the fantasy draft draft competition. Nice. They are in. Oh, boy. The fix is in. The fix is in. The fix is in. Well, the team of accountants have finished the work. They yes. brought it in the briefcase. It was handcuffed to the guy. It was very official. Yes. Uh, but we have our fantasy draft draft competition results. Third place goes to producer Joe. Nice. Team Three Sheets. Congratulations, <laughs> Father Joe. Uh, good job. Good. And it was cheap. It was an easy buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good job fighting off your desire to draft an entire team of kickers because of your love of sours. I know that took an incredible it willpower. Did. It did. <laughs> Second place goes to our special guest tonight, Jeff at Large, Sack of Suds, headlining, woo, headlining his team with Ale Smith Brews. You know you're going to have a winning team if you do that. Jeff at Large had three number one picks in his draft, including Ale Smith Speedway Stout, the number one defense. Good job, Jeff. I'm demanding a recount. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the rest of the season under protest. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Antonio Brown. <laughs> See how that works out. First place goes to Slow-Mo. Tom, great job by football and beer. That's why I'm here. Slow-Mo had three number one drafts and zero dumpers or fronters. His Alesmith Sublime and Stone Arrogant Bastard led the way to winning the first ever Fantasy Draft Draft. Congratulations, Tom. We got questions for well, our guest. Yes, we, <laughs> yes do. we do have some questions for our guests. <laughs> so, uh, Jeff at large, our listeners, we demand full transparency. So our listeners need to know uh, about you and your beer drinking history. What are your beer preferences, biases, and favorites? Well, I think uh, my beer history started with uh, Bass Ale was the first. The one that I really found and locked onto that you can't even find anymore because they sold and who knows where they went. Uh, but I know I had one in a fine uh, English pub out of a bright English, uh, I don't know what you call it. It wasn't a draft. He said it was just off a pump. Oh, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that was quite an experience. But then I've, cool. I, I went to the IPAs, the West Coast IPAs. My stomach can't handle it so much anymore. So <laughs> I've definitely gone to the pale ales. And that's where I fall now. Yeah, are you on the haze craze with the, with the doctor? I could go with some haze. I've tried the hazy pails, and I'm I'm finding that I like them. Okay. It depends. So, uh, what's your go-to brewery or number one brewery or brew pub in San Diego? Well, my draft should let you know that the Alesmith uh, beers are are tops. I'm on my list. The 394. I think I wore my 394 shirt that day. It's kind of wearing wearing a football jersey of your favorite player. Exactly, you I agree. I agree. everybody yeah. what you're going to get. So, um, Calling your shot. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's my go-to. Uh, I, stick, I stick to those pretty much. I, I try to stay in my lane and stick with what I know and like. But I could go for a Mexican lager every um, once in a while. I don't blame you. <laughs> I could go for a, a Scot, uh, Scottish ale Scottish with you, ale. Jeff. Yeah, so, a little piper uh, down. A little variety. And you have. Yeah. And I have had a few. So... Sours, Jeff? Sours? No, no. I didn't hear anything about sours. <laughs> Don't Sorry. go to the sours. I didn't either. Yeah. No. I heard you like number beers, too. Number beers? 3.94. Yeah, 3.94. And tell us about your dad. Was he a beer drinker? What did he drink? Uh, well, Papa is more of a wine drinker, but I know back in oh. the beginning, I know, 
explains a lot. Sad. <laughs> and you turned it, but you turned yeah, it out you turned okay, out and okay. you brought his beer that from Eugene. Okay. Yes. Uh, but he, he's, uh, I remember back in the day, him having a nice low and brow, I yeah. think a green bottle. Yeah, with a foil. foil. You can't yes. go wrong with a foil top. It, it was, Modelo, it, especial. It, it, it burned into <laughs> my brain that that was the beer to try someday, yeah. but uh, I don't think I ever have, oh. thankfully. <laughs> well, sometime um, when good friends get together, yeah. we'll make sure we have that some. Yes, that's right. Uh, but he'll have a beer from time to time with us, and uh, but he'll stick with what he knows. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all good, gracious guests brought, bring us beer, and you brought us selections from Eugene, Oregon. Uh, what were you doing up in Eugene? Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, Eugene, visiting family, um, checking out the town, did some fun stuff. Uh, gosh, we picked blueberries. We. We went to the ocean, we went crawdad hunting, we did all sorts of great stuff. It was, uh, it was a good time, and uh, we like going up there every, usually every other summer um, just to visit family and relax. It's a good time. A brewery you'd give a shout-out to from your trips to Eugene? Uh, well, let me think. We went we to went the... To the uh, Falling Sky Brewery, which was a nice, a nice visit. Nice. They have a few different locations. I really liked it there. Um, why can't I think of the one that we've all tried? That's uh, all, Hop Valley? all Hop Valley. Hop Valley is a great one. Yeah. Hop Valley is always a yeah, good too, with a nice outdoor patio, some food, but always a great selection there too. All right. Hey, this has been getting to know another Jeff, and <laughs> you know what? I need another Eugene beer. You That's guys, right. how about you guys? Let's do this. All right. What, what's our uh, third beer? Uh, Jeff at large. Third beer is Block 15 Brewings Fresh Flow IPA. All right, let's give it a taste. Cheers. 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 All right, so I think that's a thumbs up for Block 15 Brewing Company with the Fresh Flow India Pale Ale. Uh, tasty, light, full-bodied, uh, excellent IPA. Hey, guess who's here? Slow mo, welcome slow mo. Hey, slow mo. <laughs> There's no time like the present. No. Greetings, beer lovers. We're better, better late than never, right? <laughs> yes. Well, we we saved you tasters. We're already three beers in, so yeah. I guess I, I better get doctor to catch six, up. Doctor is six. Six beers. Yeah, doctor is six. <laughs> beers yeah, yeah. Five beers are slow mo. Too slow. I guess I better get drinking to catch up here. Oh, All darn. All right, Tom. Well, you caught us just in time for our letters from our listeners. Uh, so we have an email from listener Warren. And he has barraged us with questions, but I think we can handle it. Curious dude. Yes, yes but wonderful guy. questions. Wonderful yes. questions. So uh, would you guys like them one at a time? Yeah, I think one okay. at a time, just, just so we can... Question not, number one. Me, yeah, you guys one more stretch. Sip. Let me, yeah, let me, stretch. Because yeah, I, I just got a little of bit sips. of that uh, Sun River hazy in it. Yes. It's excellent. So Clear let me just out. make sure it's excellent. And action. So what's the difference between a porter and a stout? All right, so Great difference question. between a porter and a stout, I think, uh, I think other Jeff here, or the main Jeff, I guess I should call him, is, <laughs> going, to, uh, is going to get into the more detailed. But, but basically where it comes from is that porters uh, come from, uh, so London, from London, and stouts come from Ireland. And basically porters came into favor in London once brewers discovered that the darkly covered malts helped to counteract the high mineral content of the local water. And probably the same was true for the stout in Ireland. So basically, that's where they came from. And the basic uh, initially was just that where they came from and where their origins are. So I think today things have changed because there's a, they've really kind of blurred the lines 
And, right. Uh, and then what do you got for us on that? Basically, they uh, had crappy water. So had to... that's, that's how it started out. That's how it originated. Now we have a little better water. Then and, ben Franklin uh, say, in wine, there's wisdom, beer, there's freedom, and water, there's bacteria. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, porters, and so for a modern day beer drinker, what's the difference? Porters are a little more medium bodied, a little less bitter than stouts, uh, typically. Uh, due to the malted barley, stouts tend to be stronger, bolder in flavor, a little darker in color, and a hint of that coffee or roasted flavor from the roasted barley they use in it. Porters can often be slightly sweeter. You might get a little more of your dessert beers in a porter, a uh, bit fruitier where a stout will be drier and maltier and, and have some of that coffee um, roasted flavor. Yeah, kind of forward. roasted malts and porters. Yeah, if you chocolates. Go to the most basics, stout has roasted malts. Porter does not. And when everyone hears stout, they just immediately think Guinness. Exactly. Yep. Right, right. And, yep. and I, I tend to think stouts are a little creamier, too, yeah. in, in the way they, they taste for me. Hey, you know who has a good porter? Sierra, Sierra Nevada. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I had a feeling. Yeah. I should have known. Well, that should is have a that's an answer. very uh, sufficiently answered question. Exactly. Oh, we we nailed, done, nailed it. Nailed hey, it. Hey, Warren, you ask questions. Yes. We, we give answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah that we're is not going to go halfway on these answers. <laughs> All right. So to our second question, why does Guinness taste like magic? Oh, oh great oh, question. That's a good question. Yeah. What do you got Speaking for of us? I'm going to go halfway on this one. Okay. No, you said we're not going halfway. No, you go full, and then I'll finish. Okay. Well, I looked it up. Guinness yeah. says it's their perfect matching of carbon dioxide and nitrogen gas, which creates that creamy bubbleness that we all know about a delicious Guinness stout. Very good. I'm actually going to go one step forward and just really say the simple answer is leprechauns. Yes. Uh, that's, <laughs> that was my answer. That's where yeah. they get the magic. Well, it's the number one answer. Yeah, that's yeah. the number one answer. Uh. Um, and then if you're going to go to scientific, it is that what they call nitrogenization, which I learned, just learned that word. Um, and it is the pairing of nitrogen gas and carbon dioxide to, prevent, uh, to create that perfectly balanced stout. But a couple other interesting things, because I know, you know, I'll do my extensive research here and some interesting things, some might even say ironic things about, uh, about Guinness, <laughs> is that they actually did a study, a worldwide study, uh, and it was done by scientists. Right? And uh, to go and they took a majority of beer drinkers and they gave them Guinness from different places. And, uh, and they actually, the beer drinkers overwhelmingly agreed that, the, that Guinness really does taste better in Ireland. So just based on that scientific result, I feel like a road trip is in order for us because yes. we need to taste where the yes. best skin so is. So as a scientist, that, that's true science right yeah, there. Yeah, that yeah, is true science. Good. And, and as, then, as and true then, research is As the is. fighting literati of the group, uh. it's not true irony, though. <laughs> but if I it really gets do me think. to Ireland... Isn't it ironic, Joe? <laughs> don't, you don't you think? I really do think. I really do think. Um, and, and actually, in reality, just to kind of go really to the depths of this question, Guinness really is a magical beer. And uh, there have been studies done, and they actually claim that in Guinness there are antioxidants that are beneficial to the heart, uh, and that they actually make it harder for cholesterol to accumulate in your arteries. Um, and so also Guinness has fewer calories than skim milk, orange juice, and pretty much any other non-light beer out there. So really, it's good for you. Yeah. So yeah. in any ways, I mean, if you're looking for a magical beer, that's a magical that's beer. A, that's uh, why I put Guinness on my cornflakes exactly. every morning. Yeah. So that's very <laughs> our, good. As one of should. our listeners, listener Bill... Not Bill in Oregon, but Bill in, in San Diego. Uh, he worked for, for years at the liquor store down in Lacadia, and he said there was a little old Irish lady that would come in, and she'd buy two Guinness and a pack of Advil. She said, whenever you get sick, you drink two Guinness and take an Advil, and it will cure you of just anything. Just what the doctor nice. ordered. Nice. I saw a T-shirt that said Guinness, not just for breakfast anymore. There you go. And so now we know. Everything you ever want to know about Guinness and more here. Not just for your cereal. Okay, no. great. Another great answer. 
So our third question. He has three this questions. This one now. Get wow. ready for this. Yes. Okay. Third <laughs> of an inquisitive fellow. Third of several. We'll say. This is an important one. I, I want you to really I'm let listening. it sink in and think about it. What is the airspeed velocity of a swallow? Is that a swallow or an unladen swallow? An unladen oh, swallow. swallow. You're right. Is it, wait, wait. Is, is it, it unladen? Unladen. 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 Right. Yeah, so unladen it swallow. Been I, would, I would say <laughs> it means it hasn't been in, in, in order to, <laughs> to properly uh, answer this question, I think first you need to ask, is it an African or a European swallow? Yes, you do have to ask yeah. that. And then secondly, you'd have to ask, is it carrying coconuts? Because I think without that information, it's really difficult to really you come up with a true answer. No. I don't know. Yeah. See, and here what... But the reality is, um, again, scientifically speaking, it has been concluded that the airspeed velocity of a Europe, European unladen swallow is about 24 miles per hour, or oh. 11 meters per second. So there's your answer, nice. Warren. Yes, we're, we're you're welcome, Warren. <laughs> Warren is being a smart ass. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but, but well, I have been waiting for the answer. Ask for, an answer. Uh, yes, ask an, an answer. answer. So there, there we have it. All right. A lot of and our final months. Warren question, and this one is... Directly to you, Jeff, I imagine. What does crushable mean? We have, oh. three, we have, we have three Jeffs. So. Yes. Yeah. 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 But, but because yeah. It is directly to a Jeff. Yes. Yeah, so, but again, <laughs> Unambiguously. So I'm just going to take this one because, again, I, I looked this up a little bit and got some help from the World Wide Web. And uh, so crushable is an adjective. And uh, the comparative is more crushable. And the superlative is most crushable. <laughs> and Isn't the definitions, the definitions are that which can be crushed, and then there's an informal definition on, on whom one may form a crush or romantic attachment. So I don't know if that's what he meant by crushable, but exactly. But in beer drinking terms, basically, it's an easygoing, super drinking beer, uh, well-balanced beers with low to medium alcohol by volume, ABV, and they have tons of flavor that make you want to go back for more and more. So to use it in a sentence. Mad Neighbor from Culver Brewing is crushable. crushable. Oh, nice. 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 So, and right. I have a couple synonyms. Okay. Drinkable, sessionable, Session. and quaffable. I vote for quaffable. So there you have it. There's another answer. <laughs> right. I'm going away. around the table. You better be ready. Doctor, name me a crushable beer. Ooh, Cali Cream and Mother Earth. All right. Uh, Jeff at large? I already played yeah. my hand with the 394. All right, Joe. <laughs> I'll say the beer that I'm drinking. <laughs> well answered. <laughs> Tom. You didn't know what to do with that. I would go with the Ruby. Uh, oh, the Ruby. Yeah, yeah, I'm going 805. That is all a guy right. all day long. Yeah, so. 805 ADL. Warren, have any other questions or are we good with That is the done. list of oh, thank questions you, Warren. from Warren. Thank you for your questions, Warren, for this episode. Hey, if you got questions for us, you can direct message us on Twitter or you can or Instagram. Or you can send us old school email, I like beer, the podcast at gmail.com. And we look forward to hearing you. Or they can also do through Facebook. They can. They might wow. be listening to this through Facebook That's right true. now, wondering why can't I do it? Why can't Facebook? I do it through Facebook? I accept <laughs> messages through mental telepathy. <laughs> Those work. Those work. And now, friends, it's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. I pretty much think we need a beer before we. Toast anything. I probably a good idea. I'll let's second guess. that. Yeah, let's, let's yeah. Okay. All right. Beer for toast Looks then. like we're on beer number four. Rogues, Bat Squatch Hazy IPA. I still got some catching up to do here. Yeah. So here's here's what I've got on Bat Squatch. So basically, it says hip, up in the Eugene area for years there were rumors. I guess it'd be Portland area as well. But rumors have circled that deep in the woods on Mount St. Helens lived the fabled Bat Squatch. Ooh, Sasquatch. Yeah. Well, it's a Bat Squatch. And it says, uh, well, there are many tales of Bat Squatch. They're still a bit hazy on the details, oh. which makes the truth such a juicy mystery. So what better way to honor the elusive legend than with the hazy IPA? And it says this is perfect for camping and potentially making new friends. 
So that's our rogue <laughs> bat squad potentially. I, potentially. <laughs> potentially. Yeah. Could go not both a, ways. Not a given, I have right? to admit that it's I picked this one knowing it was not a Eugene beer, but you could not get away from the picture picture of yes. bat squatch yeah. on the on the can. And rogue makes good beers. Yes, they do. It, it was that's close cool. enough. Should have worn my rogue shirt. I just had my first taste of it, and I guarantee you, you have never had an, a hazy like this one. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. If Tom would pass the can around the table, I would. Tom's reading. No, I'm sorry. Tom arrives when he feels like it. it and passes the beer when, when he feels like it. Good to know. No one's going to rush Tom. Pardon me, I'm drinking. All right, who's had a sip of this thing? I have. Not me. Am, am I wrong in saying it's smoky? Yeah. I feel yeah, like I'm yeah, sitting at a campfire. Yeah. yeah. Smoky is really This is a campfire beer. Oh, it is definitely a campfire beer. There you go. Oh, Tom's ready Tom's for it now. Now I'm ready. Yeah. He, he's a delicate genius. <laughs> delicate. Fragile flower. Yeah. Kind of like a rotten fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what they were Tom or Tom the beer. Uh, I was just going to say, can you clarify that? No, maybe it's that? bad guano. Yeah. Mm. That's probably yeah, no. that's the guano yeah. from the bad That's Oh, I like it. Stayed in our house while we were out. It's super complex. It's got a bunch of stuff going on. Yeah. Just like bad guano. But I like beers with a smokiness to them. I like it a lot. Yeah, no, it's not my game. Not your cup of tea. No. Yeah. If it was yeah. bat squatch sour. Of yeah, all the hazes I've had this summer, this is yeah. not on Joe's my Joe's passing his beer. I like bat sour fruits. Not, yeah. If uh -huh. you don't like not smokiness, your you're not going to like this at all. But this makes me feel like, you know, some smells or some flavors take you back. And, oh, uh, man. And remember this? I feel like I'm sitting camping yeah. around the campfire. It's a campfire. campfire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it tastes like your clothes smell yeah. the day after, after you've been exactly. sitting. That's, that's probably the that's best what it tastes yeah. like. It's, but, yeah. it, it's locker room I, smell. But you oh, like, no. I wouldn't go that far. Oh, oh, I don't know what locker rooms oh, you've been in, but uh, oh, what's it's that? not. It's, they're smoking. It's Let me just, let's just put that in perspective. If someone sure. said, hey, do you want to try this beer? And you go, what's it taste like? Well, it tastes like a locker room. I don't think I'm ever tasting that beer. I don't think Rogue's going to be sponsoring the same time. But I do love their beers. I love their brown. The brown ale up there is phenomenal. The hazelnut. I like this one a lot. Yeah, it's actually pretty I tasty. It's great. I, I think it's very good. All right. Three, did the three Jeffs enjoy it? Three Jeffs are I give it a thumbs up. Yeah, that's all that's important. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not a big IPA guy, but I would give it a thumbs up. It didn't taste like an IPA at all. No, no, it I don't like think like a campfire. It did taste like a campfire. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of campfires. Apparently, three out of six means win. Well, when yeah, you take Jeffs. 3.5. Three Jeffs. Let me try this again. Okay. Yes. It's time for toast. Oh, thank you. Roast and pour one out. Yeah, I'd like to toast John Hull's book, Drink Beer, Think Beer, which I saw Tom reading in Mexico over spring break and asked if I could borrow it when he's done. But Tom being slow-mo, you haven't finished that book. <laughs> I have not finished it yet. So I had to go buy my own. I paid the fifth. I actually pretty much hired a scribe to write it out for me in the time it took you to read it. Uh, John Hull's Drink Beer, Think Beer, fantastic book. Um, Subtitle: Getting to know, getting to the bottom of every pint. Cole uh, takes us through the history of beer, uh, how to drink beer, trends, personal anecdotes, how to brew, how to drink it. Um, some quick quotes out of it. This is my favorite quote of the whole book: "Knowledge is the great adventure, and beer is an excellent sherpa." 
Oh, that is <laughs> nice. That is, that is, works I don't well. actually think any of that works in that metaphor, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> anyway. But you know what? Ironic. And then I don't drank two beers, really and really the think. metaphor made perfect sense. <laughs> Uh, it's not an ironic metaphor. It's just a metaphor. <laughs> it depends on your interpretation. He, he also encourages the Better reader at different times to create, to, to go to their, their mind pub, the, the perfect yes. bar in their mind. Yes. And he asks you to think uh -huh. of the decor, the, the music, the setting, uh, the weather of your mind pub. And I often go there. That's that's nice. Nice. I go there daily. Yeah. It's in your backyard. Yeah, it? It is. Oh, it, it, <laughs> my, my, my mind pub is much more Irish than the, uh, yeah. Yeah. my With backyard. With some Guinness there to protect yes. my health. You know, I it, go there when I sit on my bidet. <laughs> 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 I, not ironically, not. But in my own mind pub, you're also in the corner of your bidet. <laughs> on your bidet, yes. <laughs> But well, the, let's, let's toast but that the, guy. Yeah, but the big, big focus joke. of his beer is the social quality of beer, which yes. is why we started this, thinking yeah, the social quality beer is about friends and, and telling stories, and that's his focus, too. Very good. Cheers. 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 Thanks, John Cheers. Hole. Great yeah. book. I cool. recommend it highly. So do I, from what I've read so far. When yes. you get past the introduction, Tom, yeah. he is going to rock your world. I'm about three-quarters of the way through, okay. actually. All right. Hey, how does one get a Sherpa, anyways? <laughs> you pay that's for a, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe, that's Joe pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so, inexpensive. Toast yeah, I got, a, I got a toast. So um, keeping along all the science that we've been talking about today, um, so I'm going to toast. They're called the Ig Nobel Prizes. So I don't know if you guys have heard of these things. I would never heard of them, but I just found out about them. Ig Nobel. Ig Nobel. That's ironic. It is ironic. <laughs> don't you think? Um, I really do think. And uh, <laughs> they are a spoof of the actual Nobel Prize, and they uh, Hence were the irony. Yes, and they're awarded. They're awarded each September um, at a gala at Harvard University. Or gala. Uh, gala. What you know. <laughs> Potato, potato. Uh, they are uh, intended to celebrate, and this is from their website, the unusual honor of the imaginative and spur people's interest in science, medicine, and technology. And they're organized by a magazine that's called The Annals of Improbable Research. And this award has been going on. No, I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> uh, Thank you, doctor. Thank and you. And the awards have been going on for 29 years. This isn't a wow, new thing. And the winners actually accept their prizes from genuine Nobel laureates. So a couple of the highlights from this year. I'm going to tell you. So some of the award winners this year for their research projects. One was uh, a group that came up with a diaper-changing machine that can be used on human babies. Uh, the next one was they did a study to show that pizza might actually protect against cancer. I'm sure it does. Uh, Long this Guinness. This one, I think uh, you probably, doctor, would enjoy it, but it's why wombats poop in cubes. And some of the other highlights. So the, the two scientists from France won the anatomy prize because they were measuring scrotal temperature asymmetry in naked and clothed postmen in France. For example, for example, the left one is warmer, but only when the postman is clothed. That was their, that's their hypothesis. <laughs> and then another team, <laughs> I'm not making this up. Another team won the economics prize as they tested which country's paper money was the grossest or the best at transmitting dangerous bacteria. Oh, please so, tell us we won. No, <laughs> we were a finalist. Oh, <laughs> we were a finalist, but apparently the Romanian Leu, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, but I'm sure it won as the grossest uh, it's thing. It's pronounced anal. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and then the third team won the Peace Prize for trying to measure the pleasure of scratching an itch. And so apparently <laughs> itching in the ankle and back is way more pleasurable, they discovered. So you guys try well, that yeah, out at you home. Combine that one with the French yeah, scrotum and, one. Uh, and, and so so they said there's many more. You can check their website. 
And, uh, and basically, it says here on their website, it says, we're honoring achievements that make people laugh then think. Good achievements can also be odd, funny, and even absurd. So can bad achievements. It says a lot of good science gets attacked because of its absurdity, and a lot of bad science gets uh, revered despite its absurdity. Uh -huh. So uh, I think personally, hey, cheers to them, and we'll encourage, uh, we'll drink cheers to anybody to science. That, yeah. that encourages cheers us to science. drink more pizza. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. So that's my toast. Okay, it's, we're on to roast. Italian, you got a roast too. I do have a roast. I, I got a lot of stuff going on tonight. So, um, as always, <laughs> he's but, got issues. So I, I'm, I'm roasting the Cleveland Browns, and, and not for their performance on the field, but basically they had a situation at one of their games, and they banned one of their fans. It was a, a man named Eric Smith for pouring a beer on Tennessee Titans quarterback, a cornerback Logan Ryan. However, it appears that they banned the wrong. Oh. And it says oh, Smith, who was a local DJ there, uh, tweeted that he got a call from the Browns on Wednesday uh, informing him that he's banned from the stadium, despite the fact that he didn't even go to the game and he hasn't been to a game since 2010. <laughs> and it says, in fact, there were photos of him posted online showing him DJing at a wedding on that same day. Um, and they said that the Browns have said, you know, hey, our investigation of this incident is, uh, remains ongoing. And they said, uh, well, we are continuing to gather information that they will have no further comment until the investigation is complete. Um, I think it was kind of funny because the way it played out, it says the Browns vice president uh, refused to listen to the contention that he wasn't the fan, including a television report that noted several differences between the two, including a tattoo on his right arm that was not present on the fan throwing the beer. But my favorite part of this was when, the, when his wife, Smith's wife, came to his defense by pointing out that her husband is, and this is where I'm quoting, not that skinny. <laughs> so, so it rose to the Cleveland Browns for banning the wrong fan for a corner beer. You can hate on the Cleveland Browns, but nothing is going to stop their climb to mediocrity. That's exactly <laughs> true. So, wow. You can't mess with a dog pound. They could yeah. be a purely average team. That's right. Uh, Jeff at large, your family was part of an infamous mistaken identity at a Padre game with the Dodgers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was, uh, that, that was something that caused uh, a few high-level uh, businessmen in San Diego to get kicked out of a Padre game. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it was in lots the of newspaper, publicity. and uh, yeah. And of course, it was my fault, because I said, nice hit, Hubie Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, it was racist remarks were said, and they... Right, they pointed at the yeah. at the uh, San Diego councilmen that were sitting there. Ron the Roberts was sitting right there, saying, "No, they didn't say anything." And but they, yet, they threw the wrong people out, and the they went to the to the Jack Murphy Stadium Jail. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. oh dear! I'm sure it's very nice. It is. It, it's a thing. It was. It's a thing. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Raider <laughs> friends frequent it, <laughs> or used to. Yes, uh, when yes. we had it. I'm going to take one out of Father Joe's book here and, and roast myself for it. And you know what? All those new friends I was bragging about untapped, I may lose them here. But I did not finish one of the kegs out of the kegerator. It went skunky oh. on me. Oh. And that has not happened you before. You didn't invite us to That's, that's really all you have You've to all face. been invited, yeah. but since we started the podcast and we've had all this extra beer. Yeah, that's exactly right. But finish the Mad Neighbor at right. Culver. But the uh, Mirror Pond Pale Ale from Deschutes, which I love, only got about halfway done, oh, and it skunked oh, out. I blame myself. I poured yeah, it, I, I, I thought. I blame myself, too. Yeah, I, could, I could have come over so and helped. We all could have helped, yeah. We all could have helped. As new as in try, I poured it, and it was a hazy, and I thought, that's not We can all take part of the blame. And then I tried to convince myself it was still drinkable for about seven or eight sips, and I said, no, I guess I'm roasting myself. We could oh. also have to pour one out for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'll bring Literally. it up in two minutes then. Okay. For <laughs> <All right. laughs> do we have a pour one out? 
I got to pour one out. Of course you do. Do we want to have, have a beer first so we can have something? Does the Pope wear a funny hat? Yep. Yes. You used to? Joe. You have to ask Joe because Joe's met him. So. Did he wear a funny hat? Did he have occasions. a funny hat when you were wearing him? He did not. When you met him? So what, do, what do we got? What's this next beer we're, we're pouring one out with? Oh, we have the Hop Valley. I, I can't even say it. Palisade? Palisade. Palisade. Is it Spanish? Palisade. Yeah, I think that's how the natives it, call it. Palisade. Yeah. That is your Mexican lager right there. Yeah, it's, it's closest to a Mexican lager. Surprise, it is, surprise, it it's is, an IPA. Yes, it is an IPA, So, but you know what? I will give it a shot. So it's from Hop Valley, which Hop Valley you can find almost at every event that you go to now. So Eugene, Oregon has gotten all around. We went to Hop Valley on yeah, one we of did. our it's PGW great. trips, good, right? Good food. Yeah, yeah. They had good beers, good food. Yeah. A lot of swag. I yeah, I got a lot of swag. I think I have a sweatshirt from there. Yeah, yeah. Nice patio, too. It's hard good to find food. it in all my other beer uh, clothing <laughs> that I have. I was going through my clothing the other day, and I, I think I'm probably at about 90% of my uh, outfits are something beer-related, brewery-related. And the other 10% is Jimmy Buffett. There you go. <laughs> That's a good problem. So it's they a go foggy ahead pale ale. Foggy. Is, is that a technical term? I think it's lazy. scientific. Yeah, it they, is now. they wanted to get on the foggy train as opposed to the hazy train. I think is probably where we are with that. That has That's a, actually pretty tasty. Not what in San Diego we'd call an IPA though. No, but, it's not definitely. But not it's an really IPA. good. Yeah. And, uh, warm and I'm going to call this one charming. Charming. <laughs> nice. I would say. In my lack of words, I'm going to go with charming here. I'm going to call this beer ironic. <laughs> Because I thought it was going to be an IPA. <laughs> and, it, and it doesn't taste like an IPA. Not at all. Isn't that ironic, Joe? <laughs> That's not But it's really good, though. I really do think I, I really like this. I it's a letdown. Actually, down. I would say right now, this is my favorite beer of the night. Really? Yeah, that's that, for me. I'm kind of let down. I was thinking I was drinking a, you know. You were waiting you for a big, a bold right. yeah, yeah, IPA. Yeah. Kind of let down. Oh, I really like it. I do, too. I, that's my favorite one of the, all of them. But I don't even know what I'd compare it to. Because that's not no, like an IPA. It's, it's not really unique. like a, a, a pale either. If, if there was a crushable IPA, this would be a crushable yes. IPA. It's an easy drinking IPA. All right. That, I mean, they call it an IPA. I'm just going to use it. My favorite of the night is a beer we didn't even mention, which I was drinking before out of Joe's refrigerator, which is the, <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, Sierra Nevada hazy IPA. Oh, you're on the, the, you're on the Tom thing. train. That's oh, crushable. Man. That's, what, what, that is crushable. Uh, was foggy a synonym, synonym for crushable? It is now. It is now. <laughs> it is now. Yes. I will add it to my list. All right, Jeff, I'm going to agree with you. That's my favorite of the night. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I will pour a little bit of this out, though. I'm going to pour this out, and I'm pouring it out for vegetarians. Uh, mm. I don't know if there are any in the, in the group here. Um, but basically, uh, you know, non-meat diets have soared in popularity with many people um, uh, in pursuit of oh, thank you, and health and environmental benefits and concerns about animal welfare. However, a new study came out, and they actually suggest that vegetarians and vegans are at a higher risk of stroke than their meat-eating counterparts. And this was actually published in a medical journal um, last week. And so out of uh, Romania, so, yeah, I know it's a, it, it was a U.S. <laughs> medical journal. So I'm, you know, I'm just going to pour this out to all those poor vegetarians there. Um, you might want to start eating a little bit of meat and uh, reducing your risk of stroke. Okay. So, At least if you're a vegetarian, you can still drink beer. Yeah. 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 Right. That is true. That's a good point. So here you go. Here's All to right. you, vegetarians. Okay. Cheers. We loved them while we had them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
All right, back to Eugene. We haven't really, we've been drinking Eugene beers and appreciating what they do, but we haven't heard much about Eugene, Oregon. So talent, as always, you've done extensive yeah. research. And Joe, you've spent some time there. Yes, yes. Jeff as well. So let's hear a little bit about Eugene. So as we all know, Eugene is a college town and it's home to uh, Northwest Christian University and Lane Community College. Um, there's also a little lesser known university there. I think it's called the University of Oregon. You guys may have heard of that one. Um, but yeah, that's its Ring primary. It's home to that. Yeah, so uh, the city is noted for its natural environment. It's got a lot of recreational opportunities, uh, biking, running, jogging, and they have a big focus on the arts. Their official slogan is a great city for the arts and outdoors. They also call it Emerald City, and they also call it Track Town USA because it is where Nike began and has its, its cor uh, headquarters. Um, and they actually, in 2021, they're going to host the 18th um, Track and Field World Championships there. Uh, the part, though, that catches my eye when I look at a, a city here, since we live in San Diego, is that the average rainfall there is 46.1 inches wow. for the year. Um, but they've actually had uh, records where they've received over 100 inches annually. They actually get more rain than Portland, even though they're at a lower elevation than Portland. That so, beats us by 45 inches. It beats us by about 45 <laughs> inches most years. So from that standpoint, uh, it would be a rough place for me to live. I can visit yeah. it, but I don't know that I could live it there. So, Joe, I know uh, your daughter goes there. To, yeah. I'm not sure, is it Lane Community College or does she go to the University of Oregon? You know, I'm not sure. Oh, you might want to figure that <laughs> out. Sure. You might want to check, <laughs> write the, check the checks you're yeah. writing. Yeah, so. She's going to the university. And she's fucking the rest. She's at U of O. She's a duck. She And she loves it. it but it did take her a while to get used to the place. Yeah. I think she was uh, three quarters in before she accepted the weather and the reality of the place. Um, yeah, and it's a wonderful place. I have two breweries there that I like. Uh, and they're mostly around the, uh, the stories that I gathered in going there um, more than their ambiance or their beer necessarily. Elkhorn is a great one. They have a Samoa stout that I like. Um, and that's where we took my daughter the first night. Yeah, you know, we went there. It's yeah. a good, yes, good we place. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we really like more of a, It feels yeah. more of a restaurant than right. a uh, brewery, yeah. but I really like that and have great memories of dropping Brittany off. First day of uh, dropping your daughter off at college. <laughs> Where there tears? All of you have. Uh, you have yet uh, I have not yet. But yeah. Soon, Tom. Yeah. Soon. 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 And then great memory at Cold Fire. And uh, I even I remember texting you guys when I was there. That's when we uh, were, went up there to check out the school with my daughter. And I always have that mandate to go <laughs> scout for PGW. And yeah. There was uh, like a banjo and a, you know just a small musical ding, 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 group ding, playing ding, 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 ding. and um, really cool environment and I was uh, quite happy and pleased with those beers and I remember having a St. James Red Ale there that I really liked so um, that's yeah big fan I like Eugene and. Uh, on to you, Jeff at large. Well, you know, I brought you the Cold Fire Cumulus cool. awesome. IPA, oh, so nice. there you go. Is that, is that Had I known, I would have brought more. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah, I really do think. So I, I go and visit Eugene. Uh, every other year has kind of been the trend because uh, I have family up there, and we go and visit my uh, I don't know what he is. My wife's cousin's <laughs> son, so whatever that makes somebody. Uh, he's a relative. He's going to U of O. <laughs> yeah. and, and breeding. He's going to U of O this year, and uh, we went this last uh, recently and visited the U of O. We uh, went and picked blueberries and did kind of the things you can do in Oregon that you can't do in San Diego. But the best part 
And this is like go outside without sunscreen. <laughs> or raincoats. Well, you might need it still anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. Thank uh, you. But a, a drive to the coast where we stopped at a river and we caught crawdads. Oh, nice! And it was one of these things I had no concept of. I had never done before. I didn't even realize that crawdads would be in a river like that out in the middle of nowhere. Did you so, him? We caught them and let them go. Ah, that's that's catch and release. Catch and release. Yeah, because yeah. we didn't. We were going on to the beach. Yeah, you weren't prepared. And yeah. We weren't prepared to really have them, but we caught lots of them. The, the big ones, don't pinch that hard. Uh, well, they probably would. How'd you test that out? Well, with the little kids. Yeah. <laughs> They're hold this. That's the French test, the scrotum postman. Yeah, test. yeah, the scrotum postman. They didn't hurt as bad on the left one, but the right one hurts like. Uh, when you're clothed. Yeah, when you're clothed. If you're not clothed, it doesn't hurt at all. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no. I hate it when I get crawdads stuck to my scrotum. Yeah, it's a rough. I didn't have that problem. Yeah, well, unfortunately. Yeah. It's fine for you? You know what yeah. they say. If it didn't happen, you're not trying. So, time to go back. Well, they're only knee deep. And, uh, that's a good point. Know. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but my, my six-year-old my six caught them. We all caught them. We, uh, there were little tiny guys, and the ghost guys pinched like you can't believe. <laughs> and uh, they, they, the interesting part is when they try to get away, yeah, they they could walk forward, but then they swim backwards because the way their tail kicks in. So, which yeah. is where I thought maybe you have some interesting facts yeah. about crawdads, uh, doctor. <laughs> well, you I mean, know, they taste really good. Yeah, they taste really good. <laughs> <laughs> Louisiana, they're called mud bugs. Yeah, yeah. You know, crawdaddies. There you go. So yeah, they're good to eat. And they're usually uh, featured prominently in the seafood seafood broil. Yeah, Bo yeah the seafood uh, broil. Yeah, the the talent uh, hosts every. Uh, yeah. Broiled crawfish, baked crawfish, barbecue crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> so when we catch them next time, next time we're up there, we're gonna have to give them a yeah, give them a try, give them yeah, a boil. Yeah, but, a little, uh, yeah. it was a good bay, time. Yeah, boil them up yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting a good sniff on this uh, cold this, fire this is cumulus. This definitely a, a, a more of a traditional IPA to me. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But citrusy. Yeah, it's good. It's sticky, juicy. Yeah. Chewy, uh, yeah, it is. Those are good chewy. descriptors. I, I like the name Cumulus Tropicalis. You smell I, like grapefruit, though. There's a little bit of grapefruit mm -hmm. in there. I'm trying to give it a scientific name, or yeah. Something. Yeah, come I on. like it. Yeah. It's got all that resin and pine you expect from a Oregon IPA, but it, it's citrusy too, like yeah. more of a San Diego one, like, like a water. Tropicalis, I would say. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Thank you. Another great beer. Great beer. Well done, Jeff. Thanks. Thanks. Good. Cheers. Time to take it back to Jeff at large. Uh, it's time for Brewmance. Uh, oh. All right. So my Brewmance, I thought long and hard. Um, you can't pick us. Oh no! no that, yeah, I know. I get that, but you can't but, pick us. Okay. So I wanted oh, to pick. I, I, I'll tell you honestly. I wanted to pick Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, but nice. yeah. He, he doesn't drink. He's too tall. He is and, a bit tall. And how can I share a beer with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar if he doesn't drink? Yeah. Point. More but for you. The, well, you can drink, you can drink the wisdom that he, he shares. It would have worked. Um, and so I'll go a little untraditional because this won't ever happen, but I thought Tony Gwynn would be a great, oh. great brewmance because uh, growing up in San Diego, everybody knows Tony Gwynn. Uh, he, icon in the city not just for the sports aspect but the things he did in the community and you know before he passed 
he worked with Alesmith to develop the San Diego Pale Ale, which is my favorite beer. So to be able to share one of those with him would have been an honor. I actually went to Alesmith the day he passed, wow. just on a whim. Nice. Not knowing that beer was released yet. It had been released like a month or so ago or before. And um, I saw the, the they had cardboard cutouts of Tony Gwynn and all the stuff there. And I was just like, God, this is bittersweet of yeah, how this is but to be able to share some of that with him would have been awesome here's to tony mr aztec too oh, oh tom it's hard it's hard to explain to people from cities that have winning teams <laughs> <laughs> how much tony gwynn means to us you know yes it really is yeah, maybe the, the, expo the expos hit. might appreciate it right you know that that's that's what we had Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't win, but you got totally win. Right. So to batting have championships, class, yeah. Yeah. you know, style and humility. Yeah. We had all those things. No championships. Yeah. Actually, his one, one of his favorite memories ever was in the World Series against the Yankees, hitting the home run that, against the yeah, Yankees. We were, game, yeah. game one. We were at that yeah. game. Hey, oh. and the, the doctor the, and I were at that the game. Fact in that, New York. No, no, the, no. The, the, we were at the that World Series. Series. There, that series. Series. We got, we watched him get crushed by the. Uh, the I was yeah. at Game Four and too. Ga I was at Game Four too. Yeah, so I, uh, I stood third in base line, line, ten rows yeah, up. Yeah. I stood in line for probably two thirds of a day. Called in sick to get tickets for Game Five. Nice, nice. Well they, were, they were swept in four. That was well <laughs> oh. I brought the banner that you made. Yes. Two Game oh, Four. Oh, I did. So Spank the Yankees. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. At least you had the representation. I, that's right. I forgot. I made a banner. Yeah. I didn't get to take the banner to the game. <laughs> but okay. I did make a banner. And the, the fact that Tony Gwynn could do all that with a big old beer belly. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh I used yeah. to say I have the body of a professional athlete. Yep. But I'm bigger now. John Crock. <laughs> <laughs> now it's John Crock. John Crock. I saw Jerome Bettis on a, on a commercial yeah, I saw that recently. Closer to that. As I always say, yeah. round is a shape, guys. Round is round a shape. Round is a shape. Yeah. Let's get in shape. Let's get in shape. All right, so we're going to finish up with what? Uh, this is the beer I've been so excited about because I've been storing these beers for Jeff at large in my own fridge and trying to avoid them. Uh, this beer right here is the Viking Braggot Company Freya. Honey Blonde Viking style beer. Do you charge a storage fee for that? Wow. So, so I, I looked up. So, Braggot is actually a form of mead that's made from both honey and barley malt. Mm. So, uh, it's a di different. This is we're, we're stepping out a little bit here tonight. This, this is, is wow. a little way, out of the box. I am so excited about their their uh, company slogan: Pillage responsibly. Jeff, how did you pick this one? Well, once again, I looked at the labels. <laughs> like, yeah, you pick your horses. And you pillage responsibly. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to have a variety. Obviously, I picked a lot of pales and hazies and IPAs, but this one was a blonde ale, and when it said brewed with honey, I was like, oh, this is something unique I could bring that back that will give something different. So I'm just smelling it. It is, it is strange. Yeah. I, oh, aren't you supposed to say skull? Skull. 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 That's what Swedish. I haven't I tasted yeah, it yet. Yeah, cool. sure. You can Viking. smell that honey. In you there. can smell yeah. the honey. I feel like throwing an axe. <laughs> I, would I don't know what kind of. It's a, it's a, it's a bold taste. I haven't tasted it yet. Oh, the smell is actually quite. Whoa. Is is whoa? Light, but I know doctor, I know we're gonna get whoa. a Viking doctor is Viking a flavorful. Let's let's taste this thing. Ooh. If you could only see the faces, oh, it's yeah. delicious. I like that. It's oh, yeah. very good. Yeah, I How does this the smell threw me way off. <laughs> I was I was holding onto my seat, white knuckling my seat, saying, "Here we go." And but the 
the smell is really um, misleading. That's pretty delicious. It's pretty, pretty tasty. Yeah, the smell is misleading. I do not it's like, like the smell. It's like a dessert beer kind of. But the, I, yes. I like the taste. So is that uh, like mead? I've never had Yeah, meat. I don't think I've ever had a mead. We gotta, there's a mead place down the yeah, street. We, we got to go. We need, to we need to branch out. We need some and mead. Wait, mead's not wine, right? Because I don't drink wine. <laughs> no, okay, mead good. is its right. own thing. Okay, good. If it gets you there. If it adds, good point. <laughs> I, I don't even have words to describe what this tastes like, other than I really like it. It's got some. It's got some complexity. What's the to it, alcohol? I think. It, it, yeah, I was just gonna say What's there's a set? lot dancing a around lot of, in this lot drink. Going on in that mm -hmm. drink. What's the alcohol content there? Oh, uh, slow mo. I six percent. Six. Yeah. Six percent. Twenty one IBUs. I was tasting. So six. not super hoppy. No, it's not really hoppy. It's, it's nothing like a pale or an IPA. It's much more like a blonde, but then. But then it's got all that honey flavor, yeah. 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 This depth of, it's definitely not a traditional and complexity. Like have a beer taste. It doesn't have a traditional taste. It definitely has sort of a, a biscuity. Yeah. I, I know I use that too much. Yeah. With, no, that's okay. With, blonde, like with blonde and wheat ales, I use that a lot. But it has that. But it's buttery. It's got a funk Isn't like a Belgian. Funk? I like funk. But I it's like it. Funk can be Let me check with my Belgian expert, Joe. It's got a funk. I funk and like it. But it's not a Belgian funk. No, it doesn't have. It doesn't have the Belgian aftertaste on it. Belgian -y, yeah. Good yeah. choice, Jeff. Yeah, very good. Good. So, hey, Jeff, thanks for Jeff. bringing the beers and thanks, coming Jeff. out and hanging out Thank with you, us Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. I have to fulfill my duty as Jeff at large. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, where, where are you heading where next to uh, get us beer? Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, will you, you be back? back? Yeah. <laughs> I do have a Tahoe beer coming, but I only have Just one. one. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. We need more than one. Can we deploy you? Yeah. Send me out. I, I need a stipend, though. Yeah, we do. That's stickers. <laughs> we paid stickers. Yes, we paid stickers and beer. Stickers and beer. That's what we paid. <laughs> but we need more beer. And exposure. I mean, this is an amazing uh, audience that you're exposed to. So. <laughs> you're welcome. Hey, we're happy that uh, I Like Beer, the podcast, comes to you without commercials. But we do need some help. So please follow us on Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook. We thank you very much. It only takes you a few seconds. Please spread the word and tell others about us. We're getting the word out. And we're having a lot of fun. We're... Hope you have a lot of fun listening and drinking along with us. Thanks for joining us for a few beers and stories. Jeff at Large, great having you here. Thanks for the beers. We've had a good time. Hope you did too. But right now, we got to run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run.